Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip and David. Sorry, I had a, a malfunction there. Yeah, a malfunction. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, it's funny, David, that we both, on this fine, well, my fine morning, you're entering nighttime, we both decided to use hats. And you'll probably see it later on in the preview if you go on our social uh, Power Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're all over the place. Anyways, but you'll see it, and we're both wearing hats, but what's funny about it is that this is probably your third hat that I've seen you wear, maybe even in your in our knowance of each other, but certainly for the podcast. And I usually have more than just this one hat that you've probably always seen on both the preview and you yourself, but... I'm just lazy. I'm probably the most proactively lazy person you'll ever find, which is an oxymoron, but yet is true in that all my hats are right now packed away since I was forced to uh, come back uh, to Arizona and I'm been gracious enough to live with my family during this time. All my hats are packed away and normally I have a good rotation of hats. This is just the only one that I've been gifted during my time here and so it, it remains out. Remains to be the only hat that I have. And it, it's starting to bother me, but again, I'm getting so close to the date upon when I'm leaving that I, I, I almost I refuse, but it's irking me more and more each day, Yikes. slowly rolling into this this wave of contempt. Well, this is my this is my oldest the oldest hat that I have, and it's for my my country's rugby team, and they're gonna be playing a uh, a huge once every 12 years, three-match series against the British and Irish Lions. They they tour every four years, but they only go to South Africa every 12 years. So it's a, it's a, always a huge thing. And that's happening this side. There's been a lot of questions about it, whether it's going to go ahead. But uh, as, as far as as far as this, uh, to, the, to this point, it's still happening. So it's very exciting. As of this recording. Yes, yeah. as of this recording. Right. And, and hopefully they'll hopefully they'll allow fans into the stadiums. It's even if it's really not full. You. If it, no, yeah, I know. But yeah. but even if it's not full, if they can allow like some fans in there, it's just too big of an event. It's like it's as if they had. It, imagine if they hadn't had any fans at the Super Bowl. Sure. My question to you before we, we jump into the the whole episode, everything, all the goodies that we've got here. If somebody sees you wearing a hat, walking around town, what are the percentage chances that you did not take a shower that day? Um, I would say I would say it's a it's like a forty percent chance that I didn't shower that day. The other sixty percent of the time, either my hair's doing something funky, like I showered but I like didn't do anything with it, and it's just you know, <laughs> um, or maybe I just want to wear a hat. Sometimes I just like wearing hats. Sometimes so about forty percent of the time, maybe it's before I've showered that day, but I do shower every day. I, I will say. For me, 90% since I've moved back, since I only have one hat. <laughs> but normally, whenever I'm in rotation, I'm probably around like 60%. If I'm wearing a hat, chances are I I just, maybe I'm, I'm in a rush, and so I didn't want to do my hair that day, so I just showered and went out. But more than often, I, I yeah, just don't hug Yeah. Me. What about you? DM us. <laughs> we want to know. Everything's burning. Meteors falling from the sky. People are screaming all around you. Zombies are rising from the graves. That's right, it's the apocalypse. Welcome. Uh, we're doing a fun episode this week where we're going to talk about all the hypotheticals surrounding 
the inevitable apocalypse. Yes. It's always coming. In case you don't know, even if you aren't prepared for it, probably because you aren't prepared for it, it's coming even faster. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what we're going to do is just going to ask some hypothetical questions. Um, We're both going to give our our very, very well thought out, thoroughly thoroughly researched and many people would say expert opinion. Yes, I'm, I mean, we lit, our 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 podcast literally revolves around the, the theme of camping and the apocalypse. Yeah. The apocalypse is just one ultimate camping trip. So the first question, and this is really key. Where in the world would you want to be when the apocalypse strikes? And I would love an explanation. Phil, you go first. So this is different than where I want to be during the entirety of the apocalypse, it's a very distinct difference. The difference being is that I would want to, because I don't think we have this uh, later on, but where I want to remain for like the rest of my of my days in existence, because I think that you were around here and maybe you don't have one, uh, for that purpose, I want to be in a Costco. However, when the apocalypse hits, I do not want to be in a Costco. You want to be somewhat isolated. You want to be... Right. Somewhere fortified but isolated. Mm-hmm. So if that's not a if that's not a house, if that doesn't sound like your place, maybe even like an apartment building, I don't think that that necessarily works because you don't want to be levels above. You at maximum you want to be like in a two story right sanctuary. So you don't want to be in one of those high rises. I, that's a rookie error. Absolutely. I think where I would want to be is probably a pawn shop of some kind because you're already fortified with some weapons. You've, you've got certain fortifications that will help prevent for the entrance. And chances are you're near to a fast food, a couple food places that you could easily access once things kind of die down. You'll probably have a lot of uh, parked cars in the area should you need that. And again, just, just a good collection of things that you may need. There will be jackets there, clothes if you need if you need uh, to, to warm up, maybe some electronics that you might need, all that stuff. I would say a pawn shop to at least start this journey. How about you, David? I have a very specific place in mind. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. everything about it. Where I, where you want to be, okay, so you, you want to be away from like, like you don't want to be in L.A., New York, are you crazy? No, ah. you will get killed immediately. You want to be somewhere that's that's not heavily densely populated. Most of the Netherlands is terrible for that very reason. But you also don't want to be alone. You gotta be. You gotta have some people around. First of all, you gotta be able to. You know, you gotta form a team. You gotta have community. So I want to be somewhere in a town uh, in Northern California. And once we've gathered up, like Fresno. <laughs> maybe not fresno (laughs) fresno's fresno's already in an apocalypse um you want to be okay so you want to be in a town you want to be able to gather resources costco target whatever wherever you want to go grocery stores gun shops and then i want to go there's a very specific hotel in yosemite that's where i'm going yeah wow because the hotel is going to have beds uh sheets probably the clothes of the guests that were there uh, some kind of maybe not working laundry machines if there's no electricity, but ways to do laundry, even in the waterfall. Um, <laughs> I'll do my laundry in the waterfall. There you go. And and like uh, wilderness. So you can hunt even at worst case scenario. You're living on squirrels. 
Yeah, you're hunting ducks. Right. Get over here, Donald. All right, what what would be your first move in terms of equipping yourself, David? Like, are, are you more so looking for food? Are you more geared towards safe shelter? Maybe starting your own garden, getting guns? Where, where do you start? I guess it kind of does depend more so on what type of apocalypse we're talking about. Yes, but obviously. If, if possible, get a general idea. I think in any kind of apocalypse, you're, you're, you're going to expect to have to hunt for yourself and, and maybe defend yourself. But I would I would maybe go for for like go to a weaponry store, not necessarily for guns. Like I'm not a big gun person, but you probably will need them at some stage. Maybe you will but become especially, one. Especially <laughs> yeah, especially knives. Like you got to have some kind of like like blade, I think, and ideally something to sharpen it, right? So I'd, I'd head to one of those stores first because you know, look, food is a long term thing. You're gonna keep needing to gather food, so it's not gonna be pressing right off the bat. But gathering up like whatever weaponry you might need or like tools, tools, that's my first priority. And then shelter, something, some place to hold up, you know, like the hotel in Yosemite. Phil, what about you? Sure, sure. I think I would go, I think I would go shelter first. And ideally, it'd be somewhere near a library because the Internet's going to go down. Mm. And a lot of the things that I, I'm not very much right now a handsy survival person. Sure, like, this is all with the asterisk of me knowing full and goddamn well that I'm going down in a hunk of flames. Like, I would be the person who dies of diabetes because I'm <laughs> taking the fun way out while I can because it's only going to get worse. And Lord knows I'm not survival trained whatsoever. And with no YouTube on how to survive the apocalypse, yada, 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 I'm I'm going out unless there's books nearby that can help me like, hey, how to build your own solar panels. Hey, how to do all this. I'm, I'm so dead. So I would go shelter first, try to find the perfect spot, if at all possible. Then not guns. I would I wouldn't be more interested in like you said knives, but above all else, crossbows. Yeah. Reusable. Yeah. Ammunition is uh should be plentiful. You can at least make your own in theory. In theory. I, I mean, uh, if not a crossbow, would... at least a longbow, right? You could in theory make a longbow for yourself. I I would need that gun element where <laughs> I don't need to fully aim at myself. That's that's my thing. Okay. Uh but yeah, crossbows All right. more more my my speed my speed. Next, very very important. What would be your ideal group slash community size? I I need one clarification. Okay. Are we repopulating the planet? <laughs> you know, I thought that would be your question. Um, potentially, potentially. I mean, eventually, I suppose mm. that would be necessary. Wow. Uh then that leads me to 12. I think if it were like a zombie apocalypse where there's probably not a chance that you're, like, you're all just this, surviving for the sake of 12 survival. is not enough people to safely genetically repopulate the earth. <laughs> no, but at least you can do a, your own community. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm just at least trying to think of being mobile and the amount of people that I okay. could stand. That's like, I, I, I think you do to guarantee more security because whenever you go to like a hundred you're just a herd of right of gazelles for the lions to come in and get right you. i'm gonna so, i'm gonna stand with uh, you 12 people of relatively relatively the same age and then when it comes to repopulating the earth you're gonna have to like find other communities right right i've got one that we we didn't have pre previously discussed but i do think is very pertinent for this okay uh and i'm gonna go in two different ways here okay 
First off, what is a food that you would ideally have stocked up on? Because keep in mind, it's it's situations like this where it's stupid stuff like this. It's times like this where stupid stuff like Twinkies, Ding Dongs, Cheetos, just the frivolous things that we've come accustomed to that will go that will no longer be reproduced like maybe at best you can create a pizza you can recreate a pizza you can like vegetate you can make a farm yada 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 but it's going to be a long good like it won't be in your lifetime it'll be, that you it'll will be ever years be able to before re- you before you can you even can ever do make a pizza though a cheeto oh yeah sure yeah. absolutely so what are some of the things that you could, we would probably stock up on that you would want to have as as a, a food storage silo? Um, I'm going to say, especially since I'm going to be in Northern California and Yosemite, there's no way I'm ever getting any, my hands on any chocolate. So I think I'm going to stock up on chocolate with the, with the, with the idea that p- perhaps one day I would at least be able to like harvest some flour and be able to create, like be able to make pasta or bread or pizza. Like that would be my idea. But I think if I, yeah, the thing that I'm, I'm never going to get my hands on cocoa and once it runs out, it's out, you know, or chocolate. So let's stock up on chocolate and, and eat it very sparingly. That's, that's pretty good. That's fairly good. I, I, I think I would normally go something like Cheez-Its, but I think I have a chance of recreating <laughs> that at some point in my life. So I will go with barbecue Lay's because there's no <laughs> way in hell I'm making barbecue Lay's in the apocalypse. So I'd rather have a big... Big old stockpile of. If that. you manage to grow uh, some potatoes, maybe you can flavor your lays with with squirrel. Yeah, uh, there we go. Yes, yeah, squirrel lays. Squirrel and it stacks. Squirrel and rosemary. Squirrel and pine. Last one. If you ever saw, I am Legend, you saw that he had like three movies that he had on rotate that he always watched that he just kind of started okay. his day out on. What form of entertainment would you make sure? That you had, whether or not it be for educational purposes, whether or not it be for entertainment purposes, for your own sanity, uh, maybe what what have you? Maybe you, you I, I I would assume I think I know what your answer is gonna be. Probably. But, uh, again, it, it it can serve multiple purposes, possibly. Okay, I'm gonna assume that that I like I'm I'm just gonna pick three shows that I'm gonna br- three shows that I'm gonna bring to watch. Number one, the most important. Everything Bear Grylls, like all of his Man vs. Wild episodes. Sure. For Yeah, I think there's some relevant information there. Obvious in- instructional purposes. Second most important, The Office. <laughs> and then... That one I, I figured. Right. And then, you know what? If I was going to bring a drama as well to balance out the comedy, I feel like... Uh, and the comedy and the educational... Uh, I feel like if I was going to pick an action drama, I would pick 24. It was a that slaps a few weeks ago for, or for me. So wow. 24, I think there's, wow. there's a lot of material there. There's nine seasons worth of like really great TV. So I think that's what I would bring. That's not including any books that I might, I might have my hands on. So sure. Sure. Absolutely. Books will probably be the most probably accessible, the most prevalent thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Unless there's fires. God, there's always fires. For me, it'd probably be something stupid. Like I, I, I think it'd probably be like Forrest Gump, because at least then I'd, I'd have like a remembrance, a history. There's a yeah. lot of people in there, so I can at least kind of talk to a lot of people when I go crazy. <laughs> uh, so I probably go, I probably go Forrest Gump, so that way I could at least remember how things were. Uh, something like that. Again, no educational purposes whatsoever in there, but but just to keep it easy and simple, Forrest Gump. Good, 
Good. What's going to be the best thing for you about living in the apocalypse? The best thing about being in the apocalypse, time alone would be ideal. Yeah. And honestly, honestly, at least I'd be able to like live for the moment. Not having to worry about money is is quite idealistic. Uh, and imagine, I mean, there's a lot of bad things. I, I'm not a person who likes to, to move and I'm not a big fan of manual labor. Uh, as much as it it doesn't seem like it with these big old guns that I got going here, but I don't enjoy manual labor and all, and a lot of other elements that would probably be necessary to survive. But, but uh, I think more time alone. I'm a person that is fine with with alone time. Yeah. Rather rather than anything else. For me, it's all about I, all the bureaucracy of living in a civilized society, like bank accounts and finances and insurance and like you know what there's something appealing about living with the bare basics and and just having to survive and just being like in this tight-knit community uh there's a lot about that that appeals to me and the last um last question uh what what will be some of the things you would miss the most biggest thing would probably be the food second would be honestly some of the connections that i've had because i'm no matter what your group size is, you're going to lose some people. And you'll you'll think back, one, not knowing, probably having and being forced to assume that they're dead. And that would be tragic. That would be absolutely tragic. So I've got those two. And then third, probably the assurance of safety. I, I'm very blessed to be living in a place right now where I think we all take it for granted. But it is something that you, you can just walk around and... And have some false sense of safety. We, even though at any point in time we could all have a car accident. Even if it's just a car just driving through our house. You know, just barreling through. We at least have this idea of safety. Not having to be constantly on. Worrying that a zombie's coming through. Or a wild stag. Or uh, they, the, the house is going to be burning on fire. There's that false sense of security that you, yeah. you at least have. That I, w- I would miss. What about you, David? I think I think the biggest one will be food. Um, oh, yeah. the, the diverse the diverse flavors and, and ingredients and and cuisines that we have access to in our global society that would all be pretty pretty much lost. Um, so yeah, I think I would miss I would miss a lot of the foods foods for sure. We move on to our mini segment of the week this week. On rotation, we got random question is what it sounds like. David, if you don't mind, I'll start. Go ahead. Has there ever been a moment so perfect in your life that you think had your life ended there, you would have been fine with it? And if not, do you foresee a circumstance where that could be the case? No. I think my my everlasting desire to one day have kids has meant that I don't have any kids, so so I couldn't possibly uh, be ever have have ever have been satisfied. So no, the circumstances would have to like again. Like I mean, if I'm gonna have kids, then I, I you know ideally want to be alive for quite a while. So I think I'd have to be pretty old to get to that point, which I think is 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 great. Uh, I'm uh, I'll say it again. I think I've said it before. Like I I don't I'm not I'm not expecting an afterlife. So. So I got to make this one as, as long and as wonderful as possible. Phil, your random question. Would you rather always have extremely hard nipples and an Audi belly button 
or not have any nipples or belly button at all. No scar, nothing. So no belly button whatsoever. Yeah, that's easy. No, that's a nosies. And no, I'm going to go nosies on both. No, no nipples and no belly button at all. Yes, it's mostly because neither serve a functional purpose. Now, if this were something like you'd have extremely curled fingers versus <laughs> no fingers whatsoever, I, yeah. I, I would much rather at least have something to work with. But since, ni- since neither nipples nor belly buttons on men serve a functional purpose, I know that there's that weird instance where men can produce like one serving of milk if a baby, if their body can tell if, if there's an emergency situation, they have like a, a a day's worth of milk stored in their body. It's absolutely disgusting. Really? But anyways, uh, yeah, apparently that's a thing. Uh, so there is that. Jesus. But I'm fine with for I'm fine with foregoing that and a belly button rather than just everything being so pertinent and out in the open. It's it's just ah. Uh. I do know that men can can get breast cancer. I know that that's possible, so. Sure, sure, absolutely. All right, for our once more this week, we're staying on on theme. We're going to be talking about our our favorite disaster movies. And uh, I think we each have a top 3. And yep. uh, this was this was surprisingly hard, David. Did you get to a did you get to a point where you're like Oh, I actually, I kind of want to include that. I, I had to put some thought into yeah. it. When we, when we first introduced it, I thought this was going to be so easy. I thought I thought I was going to have trouble coming up with three. For it me, was the reverse. For me, initially, I had trouble coming up with three, and then I found three. But I know that there are others out there that I'm, that I'm, re- that I, if I thought of them, I would regret not including. But yeah. as as of now, I, yeah. I have three plus an honorable honorable mention. I wonder if we're going to have any of the same. I doubt it. I doubt it, but too. But I wonder. Yeah, and honorable mention, I have... Uh, it's insane. I have a strong honorable mention list, so I have to even think about what. Okay. So do you want to go back and forth on this? Let's... Uh, okay, yeah, mention? let's start with... No, let's... Well, should we start with three? Our threes? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, number number three, I'm going to go with Waterworld. Now, I know it was one of the biggest flops... In all of cinematic history, one of those ranked, and it's long. I get that it's long, but it's just, uh, just it's going to be a, somewhat of a constant theme on on these top three films. They're my favorite, and I realize that there are a lot of flaws. You can poke a lot of holes into these, like Swiss cheese. But Waterworld, for me, it just works. I, I love that the whole freaking world's water. I love that they're shooting boats. I love that they've got gasoline and that they've got to fight over it. Kevin Costner is one of the worst performances that he's ever given, and I love it. I just love it all so much. Waterworld. David, you're third. Okay, so my third is, I you know, I sh- shamelessly I picked Knowing with Nick Cage. 90% of the reason is because it has Nick Cage in it, and... There's just so many reasons to love Nicolas Cage. God bless. So knowing, I just thought that was like, it's not like the greatest, it's definitely not the greatest movie ever, but I just found it so like cool when I first watched it. And I think I watched it at the beginning of the pandemic as well. Yeah, I like that movie. I like that movie. It was a good disaster movie in my opinion. You never, you never said the film. Knowing, knowing with Nicolas Cage. I said it. Oh, knowing. Yeah. Oh, I... I, I I completely missed it. I wasn't. I'm unaware of the film. But yes, knowing, knowing. you've right, seen cool. it. I'm guessing. I've never. I've okay. Never well, seen I've it. never seen Waterworld. So here we go. Our number twos, Phil. You want to? Yeah, start, I'll David? start. Okay. The day after t- tomorrow with. Ah uh, yes. With uh, 
Jake Gyllenhaal, is that right? Like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. I thought that was a that was a good disaster movie. As far as disaster movies uh, go, I enjoyed it. From what I recall, I, I I've seen like a few sequences of it. The cinematic effects don't hold up that well, but still fun. Eh, still yeah, fun. it's fun to see like a a ship, like floating through New York. <laughs> sure, mine, my second one, and I don't know if you if you've ever seen this Starship Troopers. Nope. Have you ever seen Starship Troopers? Nope. Stars a uh, a young Diane Lane, a young, uh, oh my gosh, who's Barney on How I Met Your Mother? Oh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, and then another guy. That's that's about it. But it's very stylized. I think this is probably the one that you would actually like. It's weirdly enough, even though it's bad, it knows that it's bad, and it it goes for critical acclaim in okay. different ways, and more so in like the thought process of it. I really like this one, and I think that you would too. It's about bugs invading Earth. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. All right. It's quite cool. <clears throat> All right, so honorable mentions. Um, should we just give a couple each and then... Sure, sure. All right. Um, I'll go with iRobot. Of course, Titanic. Oh. That's always my favorite. Interesting. And then Simpsons movie. <laughs> iRobot, I didn't really consider as like... It is kind of dystopian, isn't it? But uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I love that. Well, it's one of my favorite movies from the early, from, from that decade. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's aged rather well. Oh surprisingly yeah. Surprisingly like, well. I actually kind of want to watch it soon. Um, Greenland, honorable mention Greenland. It came out, uh, last year stars, uh, stars, uh, Gerard Butler. And it's about like a meteor shower. That's like, Oh yeah. I, I thought it was, oh, it's yeah. nothing special, but given that it's recent it's one of the more recent disaster movies i thought it deserved an honorable mention second one poseidon better than the green book <laughs> green book yeah um <laughs> poseidon did you see poseidon was where the ship rolls over on its... i did yeah i did it didn't get good reviews but i i, I liked it, it quite nice. i like i haven't seen it in yeah. years but i liked it and I and it. <clears throat> was there another one no that's it okay our last ones, our final ones, our yeah, top, our top one. dogs. I'll go first. Um, I'll go. I, I, I actually go. added this last minute. Um, it's not really a disaster movie. It's an apocalypse movie, but Zombieland. Ah, oh, very good. Very good. Zombieland 2 was... It was funny. Scooch less than It was right. funny, yeah, but it, was, it was not that good. Or Zombieland 1 was, was funny and great. Tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. Classic. Very good. Very nicely done. My top one, I wonder if you've seen this, Armageddon. I believe I've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen the movie, uh, and it would be, it would have been years ago. Armageddon, Michael Bay in full force. Uh. Like, this is his last chance at being good, and he, and he just doesn't do it a good job. It's Bruce Willis <laughs> thinking that he's putting in the performance of a lifetime. And Ben Affleck, Ben right? Affleck's yeah. there. Yeah. Ben Affleck's there. Steve Buscemi. Michael Clark Duncan, Owen Wilson. Oh, uh, it's the stars are a plenty. Uh, it's fantastic. Oh, the guy from Minari, the guy who carries the cross, he's in that oh, too. He's yeah. actually quite good. I it's it's so bad it's good. And uh, there's also that song that's way overplayed. But God bless it. I don't want to close my eyes. <sighs> I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. 
And I don't want to miss a thing. Thank you I so much for I that. Um, I actually, I for, this is the so one much. that I that I forgot of my honorable mentions, and it, it needs to be said. It was also a uh, um, uh, that slaps. It was Love and Monsters, great monster movie, uh, post apocalyptic monster movie from this year. It was nominated for an Oscar. We move on to our game for the week, and we bring on a very special guest. Her name is Julie, and she comes... Uh, so now we're recording from three separate countries. Ooh. And I'm sure we'll, we'll let Julie, uh, Julie say where she's coming from. Welcome, Julie. Hi, thank you so much. All right, Julie, I want to ask you a couple questions before we get started here. Not to grill you or anything, just more so to get to know you, if that's all right with you. Yeah, go for it. All right, first of all, how do you know David? How did you come into David's world to where you are now on this podcast? Well, I uh, I went to high school with uh, David's older sister, and we're actually, you know, we're best friends for sisters. Uh, uh. So I've actually known David since he was like 11 or something years old. So, so. you knew him before the beard? Yes, yes, yes. I knew him when he was a little boy on on trampoline, and yeah. <laughs> you make it sound like there's a there's a, a ginormous age difference. It's not that big. We were actually in high school at the same time. <laughs> no, no, you were in middle school when we were in high school, but then you joined in later on. So. Yes. Yeah. David, you got a question um, for Julie? Yeah. Okay, Julie, I have a question. You are a world traveler, just like me. You've been living. You've lived in multiple countries. And you've uh, you've seen a lot of the world. Uh, what is the most exciting place you ever got to visit? I think uh, Mexico probably stands out the most because it was such a culture shock, um, and it was so different from coming from Denmark. Uh, so I think that's constantly the one I come back to, where the food, the taste, the culture, everything was just so exciting and very diverse, and and of course so much bigger and so many more attractions to see and natural uh, phenomenons and things like that. All right. And Julie, my last question here. What was the last gift you gave someone? Well, I gave my mom a gift uh, three days ago for her birthday, and that was handmade oven mittens. Handmade ovens. Yeah. Now, David, that's something your disinterested fingers could never do. Not like I could either, but that is no, very impressive, no, Julie. Not. Very impressive. Was there a certain pattern or shape associated with them? Is there like elephants on them? No, they they had a very uh, calm pattern on them with uh, with small little flowers, leaves on on the front side. But they were quilted uh, on the front, so it gave them a little bit of a of a nicer look. So, okay. Yeah. And uh, and you you also you've made some recently made some some wonderful things for for Sabrina's daughter Nyla. Um, Sabrina being well, your which sister, are, which are David. Just, Sabrina being my sister. Yes. Sorry. I think I've I've mentioned her name several times just on this in, podcast. Just so. in case, but yes. Just in case we have any new listeners, you know. And uh, and you made some some handmade things, a bed even for her. Amazing. Yeah, my my sewing machine has been used a lot since since uh, you you got a got a new niece. A lot of baby things. Yeah. A lot of yeah yeah. That's been that's been fun to try. All right. Well, Julie, thank you for joining us for this game. David, why don't you explain what Julie needs to do this week? So that way she doesn't feel like if okay. she loses, she loses a leg or an arm or a toe or something. Uh, so, okay. So we're doing things slightly differently compared to, to most weeks. Julie, you will be the judge and the executioner, the judge Julie, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Phil and I, I'm going to, Phil and I are going to text each other names of celebrities or characters 
famous celebrities or characters. Ideally, they're somewhat iconic. And then you will attempt to guess who we are impersonating. So if I, if I text Phil uh, a name and he then does the impression of that celebrity or character, and if you guess it correctly, then Phil will get a point. And the same, okay. obviously, for me when Phil has his. Okay. So, uh, Phil, how do you, should we go one and one or, or should, we, um, yeah. should we do all of mine and then all of yours? No, let's do one, one, one. and one. Yeah, let's, let's offset okay. it. Okay. Very rarely do we get this opportunity. Let's do it. Okay. I will text you first. Fantastic. Okay, Phil, I have just texted you. <clears throat> if you could change, then we could change, and we all could change. Cause we could change. I wanted to be, uh, I just wanted to be the champion of the world. <laughs> I would say Any it sounds like Julie? it sounds like you're really doing a good job. It's gonna be something that I might not know, but for some reason it reminds me something of Ice Age, but I've never really seen it, so I can't be sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, like, oh yeah, it's a swing and a like, you know, I know, like an animated hearing. character that's sort of just you know, like oh, you know. <laughs> he is kind of an animated character yeah, these a little days, bit. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, no, it's not from. From Ice Age, it's not not Ray Romano. It is. It was to tell her, Phil. It was Sylvester Stallone. I was going for the Rocky angle. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen. Oh, I'm sorry. I've only like once a long, long time ago. It's so. all right. I should have gone Guardians mm. of the Galaxy two angle. That that was the way that I should have gone. That's probably more <laughs> widespread known. Anyway, <laughs> all right, David. All right, now we go Hit to your me. turn. Let me send it to you right now. Ah. <laughs> uh. Goodness. Well, hello. <laughs> Is that all I get? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of. Come on, you got to give her more than that. Even okay. I. All right. All right. All right. Love me. Love me. <laughs> This is the best oh, I got. It's, it's actually, it reminds me of something, like from a movie or something. All right, Julie, you got to guess. Do you have any guess whatsoever? No, I don't. I oh, really don't. Go ahead okay. and tell her who Damn. it was, David. It was That was my attempt at Bruce Almighty, the scene with Jen Aniston where he's trying to get her to love her. Uh, Bruce, oh. It was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Those but, are hard but why shoes not to say fill, I got to say. They are, but yeah, now that you're on Bruce Almighty, like one of the things about what he like the Smite like, you know, me yes, that, Almighty Smiter. Oh yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, with the whole All right, like, moving um, on. Okay. All right, Julie, we're gonna we're gonna try and impress you here. David's sending me the next one. All right, here we go. Here we go. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of the darkness, motherfucker, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. <laughs> I'm terrible at this game. No, Julie, no. <laughs> You guys no. are doing a good job. <laughs> no, Julie. I, again, it reminds me of something. It reminds me clearly of something. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Hold, let me think of another one because this is too good. 
for you to not get. Let me think. It's too good. Give me, let me think. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, let me think of another one from this person's archive. Blessed as it may be. Let me think. I am tired of these motherfucking snakes on these motherfucking planes. I gotta say Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, thank God. There you go. Thank God. All right, I got a there point. There you go. I got a Phil's point. got a point. Okay, hit me with the next one, Phil. All right. Oh, my God. Peter. Stop, Peter. <laughs> 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 okay, so if you're saying PETA, that's like some like Hunger Games thing, but it didn't really sound like that at all. Uh, oh my lord. Uh, so I actually think that was a pretty good whole... impression. Yeah, I think it was too, unfortunately. I'm just not sure that oh, I'm Julie, so sorry. Julie knows who it is. Go ahead and, go ahead okay. and give, it, give it to her, David. Uh, that was Lois Griffin from Family Guy. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't watch those. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's okay. I will take That's all right. my next one, David. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Ooh-ah! What the hell are you talking about? Family. Never go against the family, Pedo. Never. Uh, Al Pacino? God bless it! Yeah, baby! I'll take it. Goodness, wonderful. You had me at Hua. Yeah, of course. If you know, you know. If you don't know, it's it's a little bit difficult because people are like, what the actual hell? (laughs) Let me go with this. I have a feeling David won't know who this is and neither will Lois, but... Excuse me, I'm sorry. Now I'm getting Julie. Lois, Julie. <laughs> not, not Lois. Julie on my mind. I've got Lois Griffin on my mind here because it was such a such a thing. I got no idea. Hold on. Okay. Um I don't I don't know. All right. <clears throat> Standing at five foot eight in the center of the ring, lining up against the current world champion is Philip Hammerine. <laughs> don't know. Don't know how specific uh, yeah. Julie's expected to be here. But, I, I don't uh, think very specific at all. But as long as we get something, okay. Any idea who that could possibly be, Julie? Mm, it sounds like someone from a wrestling movie, and I never really watched any of that. <laughs> so, um, what what kind of person would uh, what kind of person would be saying something like that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those like, like judges or commentators on those uh, events. But I mean, I have no idea who. Okay, cool. So it's uh, so I'll I'll go with it because she at least got to there. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, with I mean, you I, okay? The name you sent me was Michael Buffer, and I've never I've never heard that name before. I'm not familiar with. Michael yes, Michael Buffer. Buffer is always that guy. They lower the the mic. In the center of the ring. Oh, and, that guy, yeah. Yeah. And that guy's there. Yeah. Weighing in at 277 pounds just from his left cankle. You know, everything else. So, <laughs> All right, go ahead and uh, send me the next name, David. We are All right. we are woefully underperforming here. You have one, uh, I have yeah. two. No, I think I'm underperforming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you're, you're our impartial guest, Julie. So... <laughs> 
Here we go, Julie. Mm-mm. Who the hell are you? You know, I will... Whoever the hell you are on the other side of this phone, I want you to know one thing. If you ate my goddamn Cheerios, I will find you <laughs> and I will kill you. You better give them back right now because they are the healthy start of any type of breakfast. You damn bastard. <laughs> All right, Julie. Any wow, idea so who creative. that could possibly be? It's that, I think it's that, like, Colin guy, like, um... Colin. Uh, feral or something? <laughs> oh, or... no! Oh, <laughs> no! You got the wrong Irishman. <laughs> Dang it. It's Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. Because it sounds like something Colin would say in that Imbrusia movie or something no, where you're he's just really you're, depressed. You're right. I can see how you how I led you down that path. Yes. Yes, unfortunately. All right. It could have also been the, you know, the B on the front of the, the Cheerios box. Yes. Could have been that guy. Could have been either guy. That's, a, that's exactly what he sounds like. So be happy. Be healthy. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. All right. This, show, this one should be good. All right. You get a car and you get a car and you get a car. Everybody gets a car. Isn't that, um, or am I mixing it up? Uh, Kevin Spacey <laughs> hope not. in that movie with the... No? <laughs> the one with the math where he does the whole... Oh, he says you get what? a brand new car. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I know I know what you're talking about. I do know what you're talking about. But yeah. no, no, that's incorrect. Go ahead and let her know who it was supposed to be. It was Oprah Winfrey. The, the, the biggest oh. t- TV g- giveaway <laughs> ever. You get a car and you get a car. Oh, I've never, I've never seen. All right, show. all right, <laughs> all right. Go ahead and neither give me, <laughs> Go ahead and give me my last one, David. Okay. Oh, I've got two left. I choose between. I'll give you both of them, and you can choose. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> trying to think of which one Julie will probably know. <laughs> that's that's where I'm gonna hedge my bet on here. Ah, uh, I don't think there's a chance in the world she would know who option number one is so i think i'm forced to go with option number two i think you got a chance with option number two ah let me think let <laughs> me think here all right um this is the lapd we're the most hated cops in all the free world my own mama's ashamed of me she tells everybody i'm a drug dealer you don't know nothing about no war it ain't y'all it's y'all Y'all, man, you sound like a karate movie. Y'all, oh hell no! You didn't uh, just touch my goddamn radio. The Beat Boy is gonna get you a great <laughs> whooping. Don't you ever touch a black man's radio, boy. You can do that in China, but you can get your <laughs> killed out here, man. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm pretty sure. I just can't figure the name. It's. Um, At least give me a movie. Give me something. Give me, to, give me it's the, Rush give Hour. Me movie. It's Rush Hour. Yes. Okay. Yes. There yes. we go. There's. There it is. Carter. What's his name it's again? Carter. Wow. Impressive yes. pool, actually. Yes. yes. There you go. She knows the character. She yeah. Knows the character. Absolutely. I'd say oh, that's a point. Those, those are so good. Those Chris so good. Tucker. That's a hundred percent. Thank you, yeah. Chris, yeah. Chris Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. I knew that was gonna be up your alley, Julie. I knew you were gonna yeah. love that one. Oh, right. they're so I will, good. I All will right. give you my last two here, David. And two? Yeah, just to just to see which one you want to go with. I will. Oh, okay. Will. Yeah, because you have definitely one because you got three points yes. now, and I've I'm stuck on one. Okay. There we go. Okay. Oh, oh. All right. I'm gonna step. I'm gonna take it like a little bit away from the microphone. Okay. Good morning, Vietnam. 
I know who it is. I just have to give, give, me, me? give me some more. No, I know who it is. I just can't think of the name. So just give, just um, because I I know it's it's uh, um, Mr. Aladdin, Williams. sir. What will yeah. your pleasure be? Did she get it? Did you say what did you say? Robin Williams. There she goes. She got Yay, it. Yay! There we go. All right. Bless Fantastic. You. I was I was actually I like over lose, at though. David's house when. Uh, when he passed away, I remember you were you were quite upset about that. Actually, that was oh. that was during high school that happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, I remember that's well. When it was those... when I was still in high school, but you you had you had long gone. Oh, from I high had left. School. It was oh. 2014. Oh. So. Right, geez, way to make. Oh my god, yeah. Old, geez, Louise. <laughs> well, yeah, she's you, just so were, much older. You were than long I am. and gone away from high school. You were practically in a you know using a walker to get out of that house. It's, well, I just I did just age one year yesterday, so uh, I am, I am well, feeling old. Well, so. happy birthday, Julie! Happy birthday! Thanks, happy birthday, Thank you. Julie. Well, Julie, you did what you needed to do. You did the Lord's work. <laughs> you gave me a victory, and you took David down a peg. God bless you. God bless you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to plug before we uh, have to part ways here? Well, I mean, uh, if anyone wants to follow my uh, more creative projects of mine, then uh, they can go check out my Instagram page on uh, JF Artistry, where I put up all my uh, all my work. Are there are there any are there any underscores there that we're missing? Uh, JF, JF underscore Artistry. Yeah. Perfect. Go check it out, guys. There's some really really awesome stuff on there. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Julie, and go have a fun, happy birthday hangover. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much. Julie's inclusion, we now both move to a friggin' tie. Six and seven. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This is a personal favorite. I think a lot of people love this, this segment of the show. It's That Slaps. I'm going to go first and I'm bringing a TV show. From the very same creator of The Office, Greg Daniels, comes a Amazon Prime show, 10 episodes, called Upload. It is, uh, it's a very interesting show. Uh, it's about, um, about 12 years in the future when, when you can, if you, if you're almost dead, you can upload your conscience to a virtual, Ah. virtual reality and live, uh, potentially forever. And it's very, it's very good. I, I found it quite enjoyable. It's not, it's not like laugh out loud funny. No, well, actually, there are some really funny moments, but it's not like it's not high comedy like The Office uh, or most sit- sitcoms. But it's it's funny and it's very good, very well made. Greg Daniels, well done. Yeah, I think I've seen little things for it. Going along with our theme today, I chose the song "Burning Fire" by Camino. Okay, uh, just purely for the for the namesake alone and i do happen to enjoy the song it's a very good song uh not sure that the lyrics are that strong but it sounds good enjoy Uh, as we wrap up this episode and we lay waste to the wastelands and we look across the desert skies oh my gosh i'm now just thinking about it disaster movies mad max fury road (laughs) oh anyways too that's, late. that's definitely my number one. Oh. Way too late. It doesn't count, and it sucks <laughs> that it doesn't count. But anyways, I'm so sorry. We've got uh, people to thank, things to thank. Let's get to it. David. All right, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music on the show. Thank you guys so much. You're wonderful. Yes, and to Tara Amstutz, thank you so much for your beautiful designs. They are on par with Mad Max Fury Road. 
Thank you so much for listening to all of our episodes, new and old. We continue to do this each and every week, Wednesday at 12 in the afternoon, if you're local, my time. I believe that's 9 p.m. David's time and any time in between. Just kind of look for us on Wednesdays. We're, if you just subscribe, we'll pop up each and every day that we come up and we're new. Make sure to continue to do that. You'll find us on each and every podcast site you can, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, pretty much everywhere except for Pandora, because screw you, Pandora! I'm a bear and I'm hungry. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs>